Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, Roland. This is Garage Logic Podcast number 95. It's going to really be a good one. I figured something out. Listen and then tell your friends to listen. We're going to learn something today. Feb 7, 2019. It was 29 below on this day uh, back in the covered wagons of 1875. 53 degrees in 1987. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Suchere. I think I figured something out, boys, uh, on the Garage Logic Service Road of Life. Really? What, what, what is it we've been after? What is it we've been focusing on for at least at least the last 10 years of Garage Logic as we began to under, we've been calling it the mystery. Mm-hmm. We say we push back. Right. What are we pushing back against? When I describe GL to people that have never heard of it, it's uh, basically uh, the breakdown of humanity. <laughs> well, you're on the right track. Just the utter stupidity of where this country and world okay. is headed. I, I, let me take a stab at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, conventionalism. What we've, what we focused on, and what we admittedly still don't really know what to do about is the absence or the disappearance of a common standard in this country by which to examine right and wrong. Uh, What we've witnessed is the disappearance of common sense. What we've witnessed is, and we've also also referred to it as this, the, uh, the inability, most principally by the left, not all the time, but most principally by the left, to not be able to link Right. They ju- and what becomes infuriating is that what we find ourselves focused on is our amazement. I'm speaking for GLers. What what we find ourselves focused on is our amazement at this. That all around us we see this inability to link, causing things to spin out of control. Uh, piece in the paper today. Hawaii. A bill would all but ban the use of cigarettes. And what they would do is phase in age restrictions uh, to when you could legally buy a pack of cigarettes and ultimately the, at that age will reach 100. Eventually, right, yeah. Before yeah. you could buy a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> and what they're all acknowledging, or the proposal of the bill is Representative Cynthia Thielen, a Republican and the co-sponsor of the bill, as a uh, guy who happens to be a doctor, Representative Richard Cregan, a Democrat, and they they uh, insist that uh, there is no deadlier artifact in human history than a cigarette. Okay, uh, I, I think 
you know, a bomb might be deadlier. But, but okay, let's go with that. So I looked it up. Is marijuana legal in Hawaii? Uh, medical marijuana is legal in Hawaii uh, with a strong push, as you can imagine, for all the people who have grown Maui Waui over the years. Right. There's a strong push for recreational marijuana that has not been achieved yet, but pr- probably will be. There's no ability to link. It's, We're seeing it here. Yes, Kenny. It's remarkably easy to, as they say, score in the islands. Oh, absolutely. Remarkably easy. Absolutely. People approach you. Now you have a situation here in Minnesota where, led by the the new governor, Tim Walls, let's legalize marijuana, except they're going about it wrong because the legislators won't do it themselves. They want to make it a constitutional uh, question on the ballot. And uh, Dave uh, Schultz from Hamlin University had a wonderful piece in the Pioneer Press today saying, no, 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 legislators. You you vote. If you want it and you think it's such a great idea, let's see your vote on right, it. Right don't, on. don't leave it to a constitutional amendment. Right. And he had a great point. Because what if, what if uh, five years from now, the evidence of marijuana's harm that you currently seem to be uninterested in acquiring, what if that becomes so obvious that you now have to get rid of that ballot, you have to get rid of that constitutional amendment, which would require another ballot question? My point being, the same people politically advocating the legalization of marijuana in Minnesota are the same people who successfully, and with, with justification in my estimation, completely demonize cigarette smoking. Right. With some justification. Which you, you caught. Which you caught, uh, what, a month ago, whatever but, it was. That, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. I buy the science behind cigarette smoking being harmful. Absolutely. You know why? Yeah. I can see it. Yeah. And I can understand it. I can see a charred lung right. of someone who died from lung cancer. I can see it. Unlike I can't see temperatures. I can't see. I, I'm not going to go off of well, my. You, I am going to go off of my climate thing here in a minute because it's part of today's theme. But the same people who and, and this put the unintended consequences that you know it enriched a law firm, uh, it put bars out of business, it drove smokers outside. Okay, I get it. I get it. Smoking is bad for you. I accept that because I can also apply garage logic to it. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to fill your body of smoke. No. Doesn't make any sense. Right. No. But these are the people that are now saying, yeah, but you know what? Recreational marijuana. You, you, so you're telling me recreational marijuana is, is safe? It's better. Better for are you. Are you telling me that it's okay? Are you organic. telling me that it has no medical consequences? Are you that greedy? And here's what that led me to think. You're a school teacher. You're a banker. You're an accountant, you're a lawyer, you're a farmer, and for whatever reasons, you're motivated to run for public office, and you win a seat in the legislature. Bless your soul. All right. It, it, under, the, under your own roof at home, you would presumably and obviously protect the health of your children. Right. You would uh, certainly admonish them about the dangers of cigarette smoking. Yes. You'd have to tell them what I always told my kids, none of whom ever took it up. I said, go ahead and smoke, but someday you're going to have to quit. Right. Right. And that's difficult because I had to, and it was very difficult. My point being, in their own homes, they quite reasonably and logically would disavow the use of cigarettes. What happens when they cross the portal into this into the capital? Because many of those people would now join the movement 
to legalize recreational marijuana. What happens to them? What happens to that person from their own kitchen table to the time they get inside the Capitol? I, and I don't, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. Well, if they, they do an legalize answer. weed in Hawaii, they certainly shouldn't allow it to be smoked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, not well, at all. Of course not. This bill we're talking about in Hawaii does not apply to cigars, chewing tobacco, or e-cigarettes. Right. One of which exploded the other and killed a guy. Killed a guy? Right. Mm-hmm. That's not funny. I, no. I snorkeled there. It's not funny. It just sounds different. But, I mean, it would be ridiculous to allow the smoking of weed in Hawaii if you can't smoke a cigarette. But my point is, you see what, you see what we're fixated totally. on? Totally. Yes. We're fixated yes. on an absence of clarity. We're, we're fixated on an absence of the ability to link. Let's take the climate. This one occurred to me today. It's pretty good. I didn't know it was going to be this good today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. This jury's still out. You just started. Uh, the same people... Uh, well, we'll get to her today. Uh, I, I don't want to, but I'll, I'll explain to you why. Uh, it hasn't taken her long, but uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and uh, Markey from Massachusetts have released their Green New Deal. And we'll get to that in a moment. Okay. It's an astonishing document. It's written by children, quite <laughs> literally written. By, it's a letter to Santa Claus. <laughs> it's a wish. It's a socialist wish list. My point being, the same people who would undo this country with their climate change policies, in, in er, invariably all of them claiming we must worry about future generations. Right? We, right? right? You hear yep. that all the time. Yep. What about the future generations? What about grandchildren? What about future generations? What about the children of children yet born? These are the same people who can't loosen the constraints on abortion fast enough. And you're telling me you're worried about the future generations? Yeah. What, what the inconsistency is? What's is is what's motivating? Because it's what what feels good at the time. Are you kidding me? You can't you can't loosen the constraints on abortion fast enough, and then you walk through this door to a climate change hearing and tell me you're worried about future generations. Want another example? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me one. The New York Times, which I once desperately wanted to work for, and, and now wouldn't work for them if they offered <laughs> you me changed a bit. $10 million a year, and I'm not exaggerating, I wouldn't work for them. But they, they're no longer a, a trusted newspaper, in my estimation. They daily have, under uh, climate and science, three, three hysterias that they present. So I got today's. Okay. Uh, today's three hysterias are Dems finally uh, released their green package, which I'm going to We've refer to for you. And, and they find that endearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, 2018, one of five warmest years in history, uh, a history that only goes to 18 years. Yeah, that was probably casually thrown together. And uh, climate change could leave uh, many lakes ice-free. Those are today's hysterias. <laughs> and it's all driven by their belief that the use of fossil fuels has brought about man-made climate change. Invariably, I say to myself, once I read, I go to their website every day to see their three newest alarms, and then I also treat myself to go to their travel section. Today's travel section. (laughs) What do we got? Uh, 36 hours in San Juan, Puerto Rico. The Italian Alp, uh, the Italian Alps are no longer for sports only. It's a great place to go for spa and wellness treatment. And they had 
10 color photographs of these beautiful places with uh, bubbling hot tubs and pools and, and all this. Okay, and then first three things to find in a city. All right, that one intrigued me. I, I had to look that up. What are the first three things you need to find when you're in a new city? Can anybody come up with that? I always uh, look for a, super, a supermarket. Uh, you're on the right track. Liquor, you're on the right track. Food. Good restaurant. A drugstore. Okay. An ATM. And a Wi-Fi hotspot. Those are the three things, which is neither here nor there. My point being, every day, the New York Times has three alarmist stories for purposes of bringing about hysteria. The same newspaper, if you just scroll down, has probably the best travel section of any newspaper in the country. How am I supposed to get to San Juan, Puerto Rico without using fossil fuels? How do they not understand that their travel section completely negates there are three big warnings. This is what, How do they not get it? This is what we finally stumbled upon. What we are reacting to here in the mayor's office, above the boathouse in the East Shore Spoon Lake, mm-hmm. where today there is a roaring fire in that blackened stove. Thank God. We are, we are <laughs> gobsmacked at the inconsistencies we face. Yeah. <laughs> Climate change. I'm worried about future generations. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna fly first class to Italy <laughs> to see how they do it to see what they're doing. How am I supposed to get to the Italian Alps? <laughs> well, are they proposing the Green New Deal? Are they proposing eliminating airplane and air travel altogether? And yes, then are Kenny. we are we back yes. on ships? And how yes. are those ships going to be powered? Yep. Are they going to be nuclear powered? Here we go! Here we go! By the way, I'm going to answer your cross story today, the, the crucifix Ooh, that washed up on the beach. Yeah, and some great reporting, too. Uh, this morning, Representative Alexandria, I have to mention her today. I, I don't want to. I've warned you. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy that the news-gathering institutions find her so comfortably within the template that they can't, they can't ignore her. And I want to ignore her. She's a media darling. This morning, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez released an overview of her Green New Deal, which threatens a massive transformation of our society. Here are the details. Rebuild every single building in the U.S. Upgrade or replace every building in the U.S. state-of-the-art energy efficiency. The Green New Deal is a 10-year plan to mobilize every aspect of American society at a scale not seen since World War II to achieve net-zero greenhouse gas emissions. It's unclear we will be able to decommission every nuclear plant within 10 years, but the plan is to transition off nuclear and all fossil fuels as soon as possible. Build trains across oceans and end all air travel. <laughs> floating trains. I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. In the shallow tracks. parts of the ocean? Or how Build do we... out high-speed rail at a scale where air travel stops becoming necessary. Well, except maybe for Leonardo DiCaprio. Right. Don't invest in new technology of carbon capture and storage. Just plant trees instead. <laughs> we believe the right way to capture carbon is to plant trees and restore our natural ecosystems. <laughs> Mandate... All new jobs be unionized. What does that have to do with the environment? <laughs> that has right. nothing to do with it. Ensure that all uh, jobs are union jobs that pay prevailing wages and hire local. 
We're not ruling out a carbon tax, but a carbon tax would be a tiny part of the Green oh. Deal. Cap and trade may be a tiny part of a larger Green New Deal plan. Tiny. No, that'll be major. It'll be huge. So we're going to start right across the Atlantic here. Uh, do you start in New York, North Carolina? Where do you go? How much will it cost? No estimate of the total cost of implementing the Green New Deal is offered by Ocasio-Cortez. However, as Ocasio-Cortez admits, even if every billionaire and company came together and were willing to pour all the resources at their disposal into this investment, the aggregate value of the investments they could make would not be sufficient. Well, then why have you released this socialist wish list? Yeah. She does not provide. She does provide one estimate that the cost to repair and upgrade infrastructure alone will cost 4.6 trillion at a minimum, which is a statistic she pulled out of her butt. She has no no now, idea. How do you how do you find that figure? She does not provide any insight into how the trillions of dollars in spending will be paid for, other than claiming the Federal Reserve can extend credit to power these projects and investments, and new public banks can be created to extend credit. We have no idea what that means. Hmm. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez says the question isn't how we will pay for it, but what we will do with our new shared prosperity. There is no shared prosperity in this plan. Absolutely not. Well, are we uh, are, are we also not driving cars and trucks and semis and, and the like? They're gone. Not even battery-powered co- uh, vehicles. Which, uh, by the way, lose their power in cold weather. Did you see that story? Well, and... Well, we haven't even brought up the mining process and how harmful that is to the environment that makes these big, giant batteries. Want another one? Yes. I suppose. It's starting watching, to depress me. Right. Watching pornography in libraries is nothing new. The public institutions argued for decades that patrons' right to do so is protected by the First Amendment. WGN News in Chicago first explored this topic 10 years ago asking some difficult questions of Chicago public libraries to try and determine why so many adults were looking at pornographic images at the Harold Washington Library. Back in 08, Mary Dempsey was the commissioner at the library. No library is in favor of this. We have no control, Dempsey said. What has changed is the tone of people in the uh, industry, places like the American Library Association. Deborah Caldwell-Stone with the Office for Intellectual Freedom said technology and the law has not changed, but behavior policies have. Such policies prohibit disturbances in the inter, uh, in the interest of keeping the peace. So uh, what we're reminded of here is uh, don't you dare uh, have a uh, Christmas scene in a public square, but you sure as hell can watch porn in the library. It's There is no That's linking. backwards. There is no linking. Huh. With each passing year, we are governed more and more by adult children. Ocasio-Cortez is a child with childish fantasies. I got to take a break, but when I come back, let's bring Amy Klobuchar into this mix. Okay. All right. We'll be back in short. What are you waiting for? This is Ricey for my friend, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh. Get a different point of view and get your financial future in order starting today. Sound retirement planning is important, and that's what Josh does. Josh can tell you that he is dedicated to helping people like you and me realize their best potential for a comfortable retirement. 
With today's market volatility, it's more important than ever to work with a professional who understands your needs. A professional who understands financial markets and the options available to help you reach your goals. Call Josh for a complimentary no-obligation consultation today at 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant. LLC, a registered advisor for the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. University of Garage Logic 98, College of Self Esteem, Zip, Nada, Nothing. Here's Joe Souchere. Let's bring uh, Amy into this conversation. Okay. I got some interesting emails. Including from a District 5 garage logician, Grant, hmm. lives in uh, Minneapolis. I'd love to hear her on your show, but as Mortimer said to Randolph, I'll bet you a dollar it never happens. <laughs> the senator seems to average about three tweets a week pushing the man-made climate change agenda. With a pen and paper, I noted uh, where she specifically referenced the topic on Twitter. December 2nd, 3rd, 6, 9, 10, 18, 29, and 31. Quite a bit. I'm thinking that lady and Kenny's family may go back to voting conservative. Good luck, <laughs> a District 5 garage logician. She very well could, yes. And Carl Bear in Northfield writes, I'm listening to the podcast from 6 Feb and your love fest for Amy Klobuchar. I really can't understand why you and the gang are so in love with Amy. She's just another leftist and has done absolutely nothing as a senator. Oh, She's a lot like Dayton. You true. like him personally, but thought his usefulness as governor was pretty much nil. Same for Amy. You've already got her winning the Dem nomination, much like Vikings fans. Uh, I've always had the purple going to the Super Bowl until they lose the first game. That's true. Amy won't get the Dem, Dem nomination. She won't even make it to the end of 2019. Here's why. She has no personality. Her whole career has been based on blending into the background and trying to never upset anybody. But look at her voting record. She votes party line on everything exactly what Chucky e. Schumer tells her to vote. She's from Minnesota. That might impress people from Iowa or North Dakota, but the rest of America views our state as a frozen tundra populated mainly by Scandinavians and losers from Fargo. Think, think wow. of the Minnesotans That's who mean. have run for president and how their campaigns ended up. Harold Stassen, yeah. Eugene McCarthy, uh, Hubert Humphrey, uh, George McGovern. He said, I know he's from South Dakota, but his politics were Minnesota. Right. The only thing she has going for her is that she is possibly the most likable of all the current contenders on the Democratic side, but that's an extremely low bar to get over. So are you and Rookie going down to Boom Island to sing Amy's praises? <laughs> no, and then Carl writes, and he says, P.S., I've sent you about six emails over the past year, but never gotten any response. Do you just read them and throw them away, or just throw them away without reading? And I, I both. I replied. <laughs> I said both. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, he made some good points. He does make. He, good he good makes points. really good points. Yeah. Here's my problem. And I, if Amy doesn't reject the Green New Deal, then Amy must be rejected. Yeah. Okay. She must be rejected. And, and I will say this uh, in Carl's uh, defense. Uh, she she has been a whiter shade of pale, hasn't she? She has she has been relatively quiet. She's a, relatively a background. She has, but she has done some good things. I think it was the first letter writer that I, I have to disagree with. I mean, she's working on the pre prescription medicine thing there, and she's made advances, and she could continue doing that. I remember um, right when she was elected the first time, 
they weren't allowing, um, there was some weird bill or law that went through, and they weren't allowing uh, dealers to sell mini bikes. We had around at that point because the mini bikes contained lead. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. the fear was the children would get a mini bike for Christmas and they would then proceed to eat it. Right. And Amy saw through all that yeah. and helped turn that around. Right. Yeah, I remember that. And that's when I started paying attention. And then slowly but surely, she has done some things for the state. But but the Democrats. Uh, if they get behind this young uh, Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar and the ilk, uh, they they cannot be voted for. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm fantasizing that she'll stand up to that. And uh, uh, which, that's, uh, that's, that's what I need to see. That's an empty... But then she would fall out of favor nationally. Uh, not necessarily. The, well, she'd fall out of favor with the party, and the and the second letter writer is right. She won't get the uh, the nomination. The party is painting itself into a corner. Remember, where they can't applaud low unemployment percentages for blacks and Hispanics. The party is painting itself into a corner, a corner where they are the activists for climate change for future generations and can't loosen constraints on abortion fast enough. The party is painting itself into a corner where they want to le- they've already condemned tobacco as well they should have, but now want to legalize marijuana. They're painting themselves into the corner of being unidentifiable. Yeah. They're being un- they're, they are unidentifiable Americans. Because they're all over the map, they just whatever they have the no consistency. Of the month. They can't link, and there's no common sense. Could you say the same thing about the uh, Republicans, the conservative side of the aisle? Uh, 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 yes, but less so. Uh, would you say conservative? I, I would. I want conservative thought to triumph over leftist thought. I'm not sure it is at the moment. Well, absolutely, I'm not sure it is. Would you say conservative is uh, conservatism is uh, stodgy, old? No, I do not refusing think that to at all. change with the times. I do not think that at all. I think it has changed. We lost a lot with the with the loss of true conservatives like William F. Buckley, only to be replaced by telegenic conservatives like Sean Hannity. We've lost deep thinkers. Charles Krauthammer's dead. William Buckley's dead. We've lost serious, serious good thinkers. And I worry that a new generation of those deep thinkers is is not coming along. Yeah. I, I place a lot of faith in the likes of George Will, but I understand the game George Will is playing now. He's trading a little of his conservative expertise to uh, to so take on Trump that he would champion Amy Klobuchar without knowing if Amy Klobuchar is going to be on board for the Green New Deal, for example, I can't imagine a, a thinker as, as serious as Will would go for the Green New Deal. They're calling it the New Deal, by the way, because they're they're parodying uh, FDR's New Deal. Right. Uh, Chicken in every pot. I don't think it's comparable at all. Well, I don't either, but they can't link. Well, how can they not see that? They're, they're children. They're adult children. Well, what do you make of the people that are voting for these people? That they how? are equally adult children and don't underestimate the role of the failed academy. Well, then why are they held in such high esteem compared to the people that voted for Trump, which are the scourge of the earth, the most hated demons on the planet, are the people that voted for Trump, according to these leftist babies? Well, Uh, a serious answer would be a serious answer would be that with the continuing elimination of any uh, theological component in this country. Remember, it was founded on a -hmm. theological component. Mm -hmm. As that continues to be diminished and ridiculed and attacked, 
you have a rise in postmodern relativism that whatever you happen to feel about is what's correct at the moment. Oh, boy. And that, you know, uh, the likes of uh, the mayor of Garage Logic are just old people who are uh, not hip. They're not, they're not catching up to what's going on. When the truth is, no, I'm holding on to an ability to reason. I'm attempting to hold on to identifiable standards. I'm attempting to hold on to the country's history. I'm attempting to hold on to convention and tradition where it has served us well. And that is under attack by postmodernists who find that very easy to, to diminish because they have no moral basis for their own lives. Yeah. The decline of moral and ethical integrity is a component we've all wrestled with. Right. But what we're really wrestling with is there is an absence of a common standard in this country. Right there. I, I, There's I an absolute. Right. And yeah. by common standard, I don't mean it has to be my standard or your standard. I mean it has to be a standard that has worked for us and we all agree upon. Yeah, an agreed upon standard. Right. Right. And I see no standard applied when the same people who want to legalize marijuana demonize cigarette smoking. Which they should have done, but they should also demonize marijuana smoking if it's smoking you're opposed you to. Got to be consistent. Well, certainly, this Hawaii bill, the fact that the bill does not apply to cigars, chewing tobacco, and e-cigarettes right. is just asinine. Right. I mean, if you're going to get rid of it, you get rid of well, plus, all of it. Well, plus they almost got to where I've been advocating for years. If you really believe this, ban tobacco completely, completely, all including forms. marijuana, all forms. Ban things that you can light up. Right. Not except fireworks. <laughs> except fireworks. Where is the standard? Where is the consistency in people saying we must we must completely reinvent this wonderful country in order to protect future generations, and yet they can't loosen constraints on abortion fast enough? That doesn't show me you have a concern for people. Doesn't show me that at all. Right. I'm not the world's best uh, Christian, and uh, I don't go to church, but the uh, attack on Christ- Christianity to me is alarming considering every other religion except uh, Judaism and Christianity is is okay right we have to publicly accommodate Ilhan Omar's religion on the house floor by letting her wear her hat and Christianity is evil which this country was like you said earlier mm-hmm. founded on mm-hmm. it's uh, it's amazing fellas it's uh used to have a professor at uh, St. Thomas. And some kid would give the stupidest answer in the world. He would just look at the class and he'd say, it's amazing, fellas. <laughs> just amazing. Yeah. My, my, line, my line is there are stupid questions. A yeah. lot of stupid yeah. questions. Well, uh, I got to go get that, Brooke. You guys oh. take the show over for me. Where is he going? What, you, walked o- you walked over you there. You special for this hour in the podcast. I walked over and I gave him a little note, and I'm going to tell you one thing about uh, while he's doing that. Did you shovel today? Uh, no, I've got a teenager. He takes care of that. I he couldn't do that. He couldn't get the snowblower running yesterday, so I made sure the snowblower started this morning, and I sent him a text, and I left, and I'm uh, assuming that it'll all be handled. All right. Well, later on in the I went in, down twice yesterday. In the Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. After you left here. Yes, and it didn't hurt at the time. 
but it really hurt this morning. It's one of those falls. Oh, you've got a bit of a hurt. slope to That's deal with. That's my problem. Yeah, and it's ice. Well, in the in the in the next hour of the podcast, I have a garage logic dilemma concerning. The snow. Re- Let me just say, concerning snow removal, that well, you may have to rule on. As you, far just as have, you have regular concrete on your driveway, right? No. Oh, so you're afraid to throw some salt down? No, I'm not afraid to at all. It would cost me five hundred dollars worth of salt. <laughs> no, it's like up to twenty dollars a bag now. If they're out <laughs> of salt, grab the. What's, uh, sand? What's wrong with sand? Well, sand is okay, but sand if, is fine. If, if you want to remove the ice, and you go to Lowe's or Menards or Ace Hardware, and they're out of their stuff. Go get the salt pellets you put in the water soft. Yes. Oh, and they they sell that granulated too. You don't have to even buy the pellets. I you didn't can know just. This was going to come up. Really? Um, well, I've got. Oh, some, here, I have here. a question next hour. You know what I'm doing next year? Uh, I'm going to buy a. I've got an eight foot pickup box. I'm going to fill that thing up with salt, and I'm just going to drive the neighborhood <laughs> selling it at a discount. Here I go. What do you need? A shovel? You <laughs> got a bucket? What do you got? <laughs> you think they're busy at Federated Insurance on days like this? Oh yes, my word! Mackerel. They're the they're the people out of Owatonna, Minnesota. They really understand your business. They tailor their insurance programs to your individual businesses and industries. They offer property and casualty, life and disability, income insurance. Uh, Their marketing reps get to know you, and that's why they can customize your policy for your needs. Uh, Is driving a significant part of your business? Watch out today. They'll talk to you about auto liability. Worried about cyber attack? You might need some data compromise coverage. Your business is unique. Federated Insurance understands that. You need them. They'll treat you the way you understand you need to be treated, if that sentence made sense. Get in touch with a Federated Insurance marketing rep today to see how their second-to-none service can help your business thrive. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. Perfect. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. You want me to finish a thought on yeah, the, I do. On the salt Yeah, I do. Before we close out this hour. Sand is an alternative. I was reading this on some local website. Kitty litter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But kitty litter. Alfalfa meal. A kitty litter gets all wet and soggy. Kenny, here's what I learned. Vinegar. Can I finish the list? Vinegar. Yeah, but I want Vinegar. What's vinegar do? According to Mr. Pavement, whatever that is, maybe a website, vinegar will help melt snow and ice. Huh. Uh, Coffee grounds. Oh, what a mess. Crushed up by a ball-peen hammer. (laughs) Coffee grounds. I'm going to use sand. Here's the problem I'm having. Many people in Minnesota are having uh, when they're finding their true north. Uh, I eliminated the snow we had earlier this week, yep. but all that did is get me back to the ice. Down to the ice. Right. Okay, so now i got to eliminate this snow, and I'm still going to be trying to do it on that ice where I can get no purchase because I can't find my cleats. All right, well, let me tell you about kitty litter. What I learned this year is kitty litter is, Kenny is correct, it, it melts away. It, it's, 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 just, it's like oatmeal. What you need to ask for is the chicken grit. Um, you can oh. find it at a feed store or some of the bigger um, uh, buildings. What's the price stores. on that, though, Matthew, compared to a bag of salt? I don't know if I saw it on one of the shows where the chicken grit stays. I'm going with Sam. But the kitty litter is going to mess up your, uh, he's going to make it all dirty. That sounds like something my hippie neighbors that don't mow their lawn would put on yeah. there. What are you putting on there? Chicken grit. I'm using sand. i got a bag of sand, so some kid's going to be terribly disappointed. Don't fall, though. Make sure you're not going to fall. You wanted that sand for the sandbox. i got to stop myself from breaking my hip. And so I'm taking your sand, kid. Don't look. Look the other way. What did you go out and grab? Some chicken grit. Are we doing that when we come back? No, No, he just did it. it.
too. Federated. Oh, you're good people at Federated Insurance, and I forgot to bring in the copy. This show stops. You're damn right. You're paying the bill. They are our people. I'm going to answer that uh, crucifix question for you when we come back, among other things. And I'll, uh, I'll come clean with some snow removal items as well. GarageLogic.com is where you find our home for the Garage Logic podcast. Don't forget to rate us on Apple iTunes. Poke around our website. Find some of the old podcasts that you may have missed if you're hunkered down inside the house. It's great listening on demand garagelogic.com. We'll be back with more.